for tuning in to my very first podcast. I am Lucy Woe, your host on Confessions with Lucy Woe Beyond the Brush. Join me as I peel back the untold chapters of my journey from building a business to navigating mental health. We'll dive into self-development, dating, and entrepreneurship with so many amazing guests. This podcast is a canvas of stories, advice, and confessions you've never heard. Get ready for real talk, real stories, and real growth. Welcome to a world beyond the brush. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We are on episode four. Congratulations. Four. Thank you, Queen. Um, I'm back with my girl, Jeanette, and today we are going to have a little bit more of a light-hearted episode where we talk about our confessions, our clients here at Wolash Confessions, and we also got a few confessions online as well. So let's get into it. As many of you know, I own an eyelash extension salon, and let me tell you guys, the tea be teeing, the juice be juicing, and the confessions just be confessing, if I say that right. So. What I'm trying to say is I do have permission to anonymously tell these uh, confessions. You guys are going to love this episode. The very first confession is one of our clients. She had a boyfriend, a long-term boyfriend for like five years. You know, woman's intuition, you know, they just be speaking to us. She had a feeling that she should go through his bank statement, period. So she did. She found that he had booked a hotel. (gasps) What? Yeah, he had booked a hotel. She obviously, you know, confronted him and she said, like, what's going on with this hotel? He pretty much broke and he said, I got a hotel to help out of a friend of mine. Yeah. And she's like, who's the friend? So since she's the friend, you might as well just give me her name. Since you don't have anything to hide. You said it was a girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So he like broke. He gave her the name. She found her on Facebook. Ooh. <laughs> this girl was married. <gasps> yes, gasp. Gas away, queen. So she contacted her and she was like, is it true that you needed a place to stay? And she's like, yes, girl. I was, you know, fighting with my husband, yada, yada. And she's like, okay. Well, she reached out to the husband. What? Obviously, it's a lie. They've, they've just been doing the deeds, got the bank statement, and gave, and met up with the woman's husband. To cross-check. To cross, well, not to cross-check, but he was going to proceed with the divorce. <gasps> yeah, so he was like, I'm divorcing you. Fuck you. Yeah. Ever since then, she's actually been dating the husband. What? <laughs> for the last three years. So they've got together because they had a mutual obviously betrayal yeah so it's a love story (laughs) it's a love story and i'm here for it next story my boyfriend asked me my body count (gasps) that's a no-no this girl she is in her 20s she just got started dating this guy for about a month or two and he's only slept with three women in his life so he's like what is your body count what is your opinion on that? I feel like 
what happened previously before us shouldn't really matter. Obviously, you want to make sure your partner's okay and, like, protective and, like, taking care of, you know, no STDs or anything. Yeah. But what happened before is it's fine. Yeah, like, you shouldn't be judged. Yeah. I'm not going to judge your past. You know, it's your past for a reason. You're We're moving on forward. Obviously, you're not going to go out and add more body count. You have to ask yourself the purpose. Why do you want to know? What is the solution to find the number of the body count that your woman has been with? Like, do like, you already have a premeditated number that you correct for it to be below? Correct. Yeah. Or like, what is that? What is that going to do to your ego if you yeah. hear the number that you don't want to? Like, no tips. Woman to woman, never disclose body count. His number, the Vodabite, <laughs> minus three, minus one and a half, minus 3.14. <laughs> Learn from us. Facts. Next story. I, female 20, cheated on my boyfriend, male 27, but don't feel bad for it. Oh. For context, he cheated on me before multiple times in the beginning mm. of our relationship, but I forgave him and never forgot the days, times, and emotions I felt. We've been dating for a year and a few months, and we are in a few in a good spot now. But I recently caught up with an old love of mine. We'll call him Freddie. Freddie is an old love. Freddie and I have seen each other about once a year, and the feeling from that time never faded away. Freddie knows I have a boyfriend, but doesn't know about the cheating he did. Last year, right around the time my boyfriend did cheat on me, Freddie picked me up from the doctor's appointment, and we hung out all day. He made me so happy that day, and I just forgot all the other things that had me worried that week. We spoke about all of our good times and bad times together and just told me he would always will be there for me. Fast forward to a few days ago, Freddie came with me to the doctor's appointment because I've gotten anxiety from the doctor's office. He wasn't my first choice to bring along, but my best friend was busy, so I decided to ask him. We went out for breakfast, afterward just hung out all day. We went back to his house after dropping off his mom at work. We were watching a movie, and from there, we had intimacy. He told me he loves me, and I do too, but I still love my boyfriend, so I told him. He doesn't expect me to break up with him or anything, but he wanted me to know. My boyfriend, let's call him Michael, piece of shit, has been unknowing of the incident and hasn't had any suspicion about what happened. I don't feel bad for cheating on him, but I'm not sure if I should just tell him. I know it would ruin our relationship, and I don't want him relapsing because I care about him. Am I the bitch? <sighs> First of all, you're in your 20s. Move on. You don't want to start a marriage with someone with so much damage. Those are cheating and lying is such a permanent damage scar. I, I, I don't think... I mean, this is from my perspective. I don't think that I could move forward and be excited to build more life and to be more committed when someone has already, like, burnt me or cheated on me. I mean, just think about your, like, your self-confidence. Think about your insecurity. Think about, like, everything building on top of what marriage, kids. It sounds like a train wreck already. Yeah, it's going to be kind of hard to move past any little situation that they do moving forward. <sighs> Just keep it pushing, sis. Yeah. Are, is she the bitch, though? <sighs> I don't know. I, don't, I think 
all parties are assholes. I feel the like. The guy that's, like, coming in and taking her to the doctor, he's just being, like, water, and he's filling in what he, you he's know? He's filling in that gap. Yeah. It's a retaliation, and it's a very unconscious action of someone that's being hurt and someone that's just trying to justify their emotions. Yeah. That's how I feel. But I'm, I'm woke. Okay. <laughs> Next story, I am in a committed relationship, and it has been two years. I love my boyfriend, but I started to have feelings for another guy. Oh, my goodness. Here's a story back to back. <laughs> Y'all. Lord. He's my friend. We are not so close friends. He was acting close to me. He was touching me constantly, so I thought that he might have feelings for me, too. He has a girlfriend, too. Oh, oh, the plot twist. It gets thicker. Um, as I said, he was acting close, but then it stopped. Now he just acts normal around me. He is distant. I can't understand what happened. I just want to know what that if he likes me too or not. I will not leave my boyfriend for him, but I am just curious. I will forget about him. It's just his smile differently when he sees me. His eyes shine. Girl, bye. I think we have a different connection, but we will never find out. First and foremost. The delivery. The the grass is not always greener on the other side, ma'am. Ma'am. And relationship takes work. Like, it takes intentional work. You can't go on an autopilot because then you're going to be in this energy where you're just ready to perceive other energies. You're not intentional every day. And that's where things get a little tricky when you are in a relationship with someone for so long, things get boring, and you have to be uh, conscious to make the relationship exciting. The reason why the relationships is so exciting in the beginning is because both of y'all are putting in the efforts. Both of y'all are enthusiastic and have all of these great like emotions. You have to maintain that. And maintaining is work. Yeah, you know? But don't listen to me. Whatever. <laughs> oh, okay. Next story. A few years ago, I dated this girl. Long story short, it didn't end up overly well. And she cut me off for quite a long while after we split. Eventually, we did start talking again. And we started spending time together as friends, of course. Well, about two months ago, she texted me of the blue saying, I still love you. Please give me another chance. I still want to be with you. Uh, um, you know... Sometimes you just have to let that ship sail. <laughs> Sometimes the ship's gone, baby. You just gotta swim. You just gotta you just gotta drown. No, I'm just kidding. Next story. My still wife and I are about to be divorced. We separated a year ago and are living in a different apartment. In different apartments. It's not long until we are finally officially divorced. Three weeks ago, I went out with a buddy of mine. We went to the bar for some drinks, and I met, quote-unquote, almost ex, my sister-in-law there. So his wife's sister. Yeah. Or soon-to-be ex-wife. She's beautiful, young, and confident woman. We started talking, danced, drank some beers, and eventually ended up at my place. I am not sure if what we did is right. We are dating now. I'm done. What? On the one hand, it is okay because me and my wife are not together anymore and about to be divorced. On the other hand, she's my sister-in-law. So am I a dick? Yes. Yes, you are. To the motherfucking 10th power. 
You know, there is just certain lines that you permanently cannot cross, and you have to make peace with it. And I'm sorry that you're thinking with the other fucking head of yours, and not the realistic, logical head that you have on top of your shoulders. Okay, next story. So me, male. And my girlfriend, female, have been together for over a year and a half now. The first few months were great and carried on like that, but now we don't see each other as often. When we see each other, there's a lot of arguments over nothing, and we get annoyed super quickly. I think I've fallen out of love with her and don't know what to do. Something inside me gets excited being single and not have to be care careful what I message anyone. Help me out. Okay. You know, when you're not ready, you're not ready. When you're not ready to be in a relationship, there's no, you will pull out so many reasons to just not be with this person. I've been there. I am very guilty of that. Like once I'm done, once I feel like the the other side of the freedom just tastes better. I'm like, I don't want to be in it, and I'll just think about all these things. And then your brain starts to like shine a light on all of your partners, like. You know, it can just be like, oh, I hate the way that you fucking licked your spoon, or the way you eat, the dumbest shit. But if you just start to fall out of love with someone, you really can't do it. One thing that will be fucked up is if you stay and you continue to lead her on. Number one, like no one deserves that. You don't even deserve that. You don't deserve to be in a relationship when you're not happy, and she doesn't deserve to be in a relationship with someone that it's not in love with her anymore. Yeah, y'all are stunting each other's growth. This is a confession from my lash client. There's this like really, really well-off, handsome guy. He is a friend of my client's brother. He was like a bachelor, you know, really popular, very well-off. So he ended up marrying this chick that had never worked a day in her life. They got married and had three kids. You know, one day he like just saw her phone message pop out, and it turned out she was fucking her tennis instructor <gasps> that he got for her. The gag. So they got a divorce, and he's raising three children on his own. Yeah. I don't know, like on his own fact, but yeah, that was that was the tea was teeing. I was like. Not the tennis coach. Not the tennis coach. I mean, bring him over to me if he didn't have the three children. Because I'm the baby myself. He's going to have four kids. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Let's talk about first date confessions. I have a confession about a first date. Okay. I've never had a date. You've never had a first date? Mm-hmm. Love that. We're going to auction out. <laughs> Please. Jeanette's first date. <laughs> My DMs are open. Yeah, her DMs are open, y'all. So slide it in. Obey Jeanette or Seth Oh. Jeanette. oh. Mm-hmm. Or you can just, you know, send her flowers here at Woolash. True. Whatever works. I, you know, I've had a lot of dates. And last year, I was just in this cuckoo, Delulu world, where I was like, I need a husband. I want a husband. God knows I was not ready to be in a relationship. Not even close. I'm not going to lie, I've had a lot of great first date last year and multiple dates. Have you had anybody show up and you're just like, um, that? Mm, Are you sure that's the same person? So, 
you know, in the beginning, a few years ago, like a few years when dating app was like a thing, um, there was a lot of beautiful men that lied about their heights. Oh. Yeah. So some of these guys were, they look bigger in picture, like as an, as an body than they do in person. So they would show up and they would be like my size. And I'm like, what the hell, dude? So, uh, it's so traumatizing now dating in this world. Like, I feel like the men are, you know, traumatized by the woman photoshopping, editing makeup and all that stuff. And then the women are just learn how to play the game and now are just traumatizing, but also have their guards up. So nobody really like are able to be vulnerable. So yeah, it's definitely been a little weird uh, dating, but I'm not really focusing on dating this year. But even just like a match on one of the dating apps, like no one wants to send the other person's message. I'm like, I'm not sending you a message. You could say hello. And and the tips and trick for meeting someone online is never meet for dinner in the beginning unless you know them and you've met them in person already. Wait, why? Because it's a waste of time. So if I was hype in to meet this guy let's say he's a great texter which a lot of them are he shows up and he's not a great like talker and then imagine if you're not a great talker i talk a lot so i can carry most of the conversations but can you imagine sitting there for two and a half hours that's true and then you have to have empathy right because men always not always but majority of time they pay for dinner i'm just not gonna make make someone pay for dinner if i'm not even interested in them yeah. You know, and it's like a waste of time. So I got to sit there. I'm an entrepreneur. Every single minute of my day matters. So if I'm going to sit on a dinner with someone for two and a half hours, I want to be excited. So typically how I used to do it, I would chat for, you know, back and forth. And then I would request a FaceTime just a couple minutes. Like, hey, I just want to see what you look like. I have been, you know, scarred. And if they're not, then they're not for you. Like, keep it pushing. Just the next. The second they say no. The, the second they, time. yep. And I've, right I've had a couple guys that's like, oh, I'm busy right now. Okay. Well, then when you're ready, because I'm not going to go to dinner with you, when you're ready, I will, like, I'm expecting a FaceTime. So I had one guy that posted a picture of him 10 years ago. He does look like himself, but 10 years later. And he didn't, he didn't disclose that he has a three-year-old. And I'm like, you know, no offense to parents that have children. I just, you know, preferably don't date people with children. It was just like a waste of time. Thank God it was just a meetup for a drink. But still, I wouldn't, he would have never had a shot, you know, with me if I had known those two things. Number one, he looked, he had like salt and pepper hair. He didn't have brown hair no more. <laughs> like a little more wrinkle. He was a little bit more aged. Yeah, he was a little bit more aged. Dry age. Girl, the wine was not fining. <laughs> <laughs> Back to what I was saying is FaceTime and then maybe a cup of coffee. Maybe grab like a freaking small bite somewhere where you can just have an exit. Never, ever have somebody pick you up. You always take your own car or you always Uber. You always have an exit route. Always have an exit strategy. And um, and then when you actually really vibe with someone, they're going to take charge. And they're like, okay, I want to see you again. And that's when the dinner happened. But 
booking the dinner right away, man, there I've sat through some dinners where I'm like, bro, you're killing me. You're literally draining my colors, my happiness. <laughs> I can see the rainbow turn I can gray. See, girl, I can see everything turn gloomy in his world. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. Navigating through that. Also, I don't want to be in a relationship right now. Look at all the fucking stories that you read. And I'm not saying I'm not jaded by all means. I just know that there are so many possibilities of someone not being as conscious and as intentional and want to be in a relationship and does not understand the work that is needed in a relationship. Does that make sense? Like, because everybody want to be loved, want to be in a relationship, want to build something together, want to be this power couple. But when the love steam fog kind of fades away, there's a true work. There's a a lot of work that goes into having patience, learning about each other and, and doing all of that. And, you know, me personally, I'm I'm not ready for that. I think a lot of people that are having the issues that we just read aren't ready either and aren't prepared and don't have the tools, don't have the self-awareness, don't have the consciousness to, don't have the communication skills. And so they're learning as well. You you can just kind of see the similarities and the patterns of people being checked out of love, falling out of love or cheating and things like that. You just have to find the right person. But also before you find the right person, you have to work on yourself and you have to um, go to therapy. You know, I promote a lot of therapy. Like it's so important to be in a relationship and to make sure that you're secure. You can't go into a relationship being insecure, being there's just, there's gotta be so many things that you have to learn about yourself so that you can translate who you are to the right partner and they can understand it. But if you don't understand yourself, you can't fucking translate that to somebody else. And then they'd be triggering the hell out of you, you know, all that stuff. So yeah, you have to date yourself, and then when you date yourself, you kind of fi- figure out what What's it is type? that you want and all that. And What's your type, Jeanette? I like them all. No, I'm just kidding. Greedy! <laughs> <laughs> I'm short, so height isn't that big of a deal. Okay. I'm like two feet tall. Okay. So you are short. have to be like, you know, super tall, but definitely taller. Okay. I don't know. I want someone with passion. Okay, race. Hispanic, black, white. Um, I like white guys and Hispanic guys. Okay. I would love for them. My partner to speak Spanish. I okay. It's very important. To yeah, me. you love uh, like yeah. you're so passionate about your culture and yeah. your your language. Yeah. I think in your twenties, which she is really young, um, you have all of these things that you think are non negotiables. Yeah. Um, but as you date more, you start to like navigate through. Okay, this is what I thought I want. And I actually don't want that. Or this is what I thought that I couldn't deal with, you know, because I've dated both extrovert and introverts and and they were all fine. It's just a matter of core values and a matter of um, destiny. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Because my non-negotiables from three years ago are not the same non-negotiables right now, you know, like it's just certain things. And there, there are certain things that I thought that, I were not never bent for or compromised and I compromise for. So I think it just depends on how that person really truly make you feel. And then you you just adjust like a volume. Like a DJ. Because there's so many like 
tunings, right? Yeah. And you just start to tune it in all like of the them. Perfect tone. Correct. Yeah. But like that, people always say like, oh, the beginning is always like roses and petals, and yeah, maybe the first few months, and then after that, it's like real work because now you're getting to know each other's boundaries, triggers, and um, what not to do, and what ticks the other, and so. And then after that, you kind of cruise, you know, um, and then you build and then you continue. You have to like build that love. It's hard, y'all. Just stay single. The street loves me. I'm just kidding. Y'all stay safe out there. Okay, guys, I think that's it for today. Thank you so much, Jeanette. That was literally confessions of all the confessions. I hope you guys enjoyed our episode. I wanted this to be lighthearted. I want this to be just a different perspective from us. Um, not like the last three episodes because it was a pretty heavy-hearted. Um, this episode, I want it to be nice and light. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. And until the next episode, bye. Bye.